You're listening to Creative Thursday, episode number 313. Welcome to Creative Thursday with Marisa Ann Cummings. We're talking all things life, business, and creativity with a special focus on helping artists confidently and consistently sell their creations to their ideal collectors online. Intended to inspire and empower you wherever you are on your creative journey, both personally and professionally. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Hello, happy Creative Thursday. It's Marisa here. I just realized you're probably not listening to this always on a Thursday, are you? (laughs) Every day is Creative Thursday, every day. All right, let's dive in to a continuation of last week's topic about are you an imposter? And talk about this week, overnight success. Do you want to be an overnight success? Really, have you ever thought about that? Would you like to be an overnight success? My answer right away, knowing what I know now, when I was not an overnight success, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. Why? Because it would erase all of the lessons, all of the growth, all of the journey of me figuring things out on this journey as an artist, having breakthroughs, it would just eliminate all of that if it was truly overnight success. And I also wouldn't have developed the, developed into the person I am now, developed in wisdom, in maturity, in in health and awareness, in a way to fully receive what I would maybe in my mind imagine to be overnight success, right? I think not only will I open this episode with a definition of overnight success, just just for the record, but also remind you that, well, what is overnight success for you? It's gonna be very different than it is for somebody else. And different for me, it's gonna be individual. I'll say that. Maybe we all do share similar signs of success or ideas of success, but I really do love the journey. Yeah, it's been hard sometimes. It's been challenging. It's definitely pushed me to my limits and it's made me stronger. I'm cool with it. I'm certainly at this stage learning to have more flow and ease in how I grow. I don't need to add struggle. I don't need to be on the on the struggle bus every time I grow. I am learning to adjust much quicker to the lessons that I learn and to challenges that come up because well, they're just a part of life. And in hindsight, I now have so much hindsight, I can say, wow, I'm super grateful for that experience because look at what it gave me. And so what is overnight success? Let's see, shall we? Where did I pull that up? 
something, and this is from the Collins Dictionary online, something that becomes successful very quickly. Okay. Pretty straightforward. Something. I love how it's something and not someone. I guess someone falls under the category of something. What's really fascinating though, is if you click on, so if you search it and then you click on the images around overnight success, I'll share some of those with you afterwards. The memes and things that we put out there, you know, maybe, maybe you've seen that one. That's the, the arrow. I'd like to give the person credit, but it's been passed around so many times. I don't know who originated it. Success is not a straight line, but it is what, what people think it takes to make it right. Straight line success, but it's actually a whole bunch of squiggles that look a lot like spaghetti, look a lot like a big mess. And so I think that's probably true, probably true, but your journey is going to be different from mine. And as I was sharing last week, it's not up to me to decide whether you can pursue your art as a career or not. And it's not up to me to decide whether your definition of success is right or not either. I'm just here to present options to you, to share my story with you. If you choose to work with me as a mentor, I'm honored. I will do my very best to guide you to the answers you have inside of you. Because may I remind you, as we dive into this topic of overnight success, art is subjective. We are definitely outliers in in the ways that we can normally track what success is and how long it takes us to get there. I would say artists are an outlier because we do see artists in particular. I often think about this from the music perspective. We do see artists that at least appear to have overnight success. And I think I'm gonna spoiler alert this ahead of time to say, Overnight success happens on the heels of practice and time. This really is a public service announcement to say, hey, hey, come back to me if I lost you. It takes time to get skilled at something. It takes time to get better at it, to get good at it. It takes time. It takes practice. Now, last week we talked at length about imposter syndrome. I won't, I will send you back to episode 312. <laughs> I'm making sure my episode's right. Yes, this is 313. I'll send you back to 312 for that one first. But what I see happening, and I'm going to blame the internet for this, we see so much more quote unquote success right? We also see people presenting it themselves. We don't actually know what's going on in someone's life and we don't know what their definition of success is, but we, we compare ourselves a lot and perhaps. And so we see all that and now it's not fast enough for anybody. It's not fast enough. You decide you want to be a professional artist today. If it's not happening for you next week, you're done, you quit, you give up. I know that's a bit extreme. Maybe you give it a month or two or three. Hello, it's a year or two or three or 10 for people to fully find themselves 
sometimes as artists. Now, I also blame the internet and in saying it can go faster today. It can because you have people like me to help you. You have access to so much resources, connections. It can go a lot faster, but it still may not. And that doesn't mean you're doing anything wrong. That means that you're on your own path and let's not compare that path to anyone else's, but let's also give it time because maybe to achieve your definition of success, there's some other lessons you'll want to learn before you get there. There's some other skills you'll want to develop before you get there. And you'll know that when you get there and you'll have gratitude for it if you choose to adopt this attitude now. And that's up to you. You could also just continue to feel like you're not measuring up. You're not moving fast enough. It's not happening for you. Maybe it's not for you. It's going so much better for someone, everyone else. You can choose that approach. And that's really painful. And ultimately, I think that'd probably get the best of anybody. Eventually, you'd quit if you keep that attitude. So what if instead... We lean into acceptance and say, things take time. That's okay. How about I'm on the right path? I'm doing great. I'm taking steps. It's so wonderful it happened for this person. Look, that shows me it's possible for me as well. What that timeline is, I don't always know. But I trust that I'm on the right path for me. Which would you rather choose? I like the one I just shared with you. That's what I lean towards most of the time. I have certainly been in the other camp and the other camp has gotten louder again because of social media. There are people who seem like they just raise their hand and they go, hey, I'm doing it. And then it seems like they have instant success. And yes, maybe it went quick for them. You also don't know how many years they put into that moment where it clicked. Some people just become more known the minute it clicks for them. And they may have been working on it for a while. I was starting to say we see this with musicians, but very often even the musicians who have very rapid success, maybe it's through one of the shows that bring their talent, you know, to the attention of the world, like literally overnight. But they've been singing since they were four or five or playing the piano or doing that kind of work for years before they had that opportunity, right? I do love that saying that luck is when opportunity meets preparation, and I truly believe in preparing for your success and that every, every effort that you put towards growing and becoming better in your passion and improving your skills and really allowing yourself to practice that it all ends up being worth it. And I lost my train of thought on that one because there are so many different areas of the benefit of giving something time. This occurred to me recently because like I said, now I'm in a coaching program 
And it's not only next level development for me as a, as a human, as coach, as a creative, but also in how I can support you in moving through this journey that you're on. And I was going through the program that is inspiring the coaching. And it's a program I, I took a few years ago. And I realized that going through that program now, because I may be coaching in this, in this um, method as well, or on this side of business, the education, marketing, all of that side, I realized going through that program, how much I now know, how much I was able to hear because I've been taking steps every day, every month, every year. And I've really been doing that consistently for the past five years. And all of a sudden, the concepts that felt like, what? What? That felt vague, that felt daunting, that felt confusing, maybe even overwhelming if I let myself go there. All of those concepts made sense. They were simplified. I was like, wow, this is simple. I made it super confusing because I was afraid and I started getting in my head and I also needed the time and the practice and the taking action of the concepts to begin to absorb them. And I'm going to look this up because I think this recently came back into my uh, awareness, the conscious competence learning model. Have you heard of that? Um, credit to Noel Birch. And this was created in the 1970s. We had a lot of awareness coming up in the 1970s, I see as I research this, but let me just take a quick aside and share this with you. And it, there's unconscious incompetence so you're not aware and you're incompetent. And I'm just giving you the cliff notes. I have not gone back to study all this. There's conscious incompetence. Now you're aware that you're not very competent. There's conscious competence. Now you're becoming more competent and you're aware of that. And then lastly, there's unconscious competence where you, it, you just do it. You don't think about it anymore. You're just competent. We've got to go through those stages. When did we forget that this applies to everything we're doing? It applies to your art making. It applies to becoming a social media, uh, I don't want to say expert, but it applies to using social media effectively. I mean, of course it applies to being an expert, but as an artist, that's not necessarily our aim, but we have to be good at it as part of our art world. We do. You can roll your eyes. You can not like it. You can hate the algorithm, but that's just the truth of it. If you want to sell art online, you're going to want to be good at social media. And let's just, actually, let's just say you're going to be good at marketing, which includes social media, includes your email, includes a, a good marketing at an in-person show event, all of it. You're going to have to be good at it to be strong in business, to build a thriving art business. Are you going to be good at it right away if you just started? No, you're not. How will you get good at it? You're going to keep doing it. You're going to start and you're going to keep going. And is it okay? 
go back and listen to imposter syndrome. If you're not good at social media, perhaps right away, but you're doing it to get better. Yes, it is. That's how we get better. So what I notice is people don't want to put themselves out there because they don't think that they're good enough or imposter syndrome really has them trapped. But they also are not willing to do the work to get better at what it is that they're putting out there. So how are you supposed to make any progress? How are you supposed to get better? Do you think by listening to enough podcasts, enough lessons that you will? It's going to help. It is. But nothing will replace what you gain when you take action and you don't, you take action from a place of not maybe knowing what you're doing, not being good at it to becoming better at it. And it is so satisfying. That's why I don't want to erase my journey. I don't want to be an overnight success because I love what I've learned in the process. It's so satisfying to be just okay at something and realize you're getting really good at it. And for me to realize that everything I resisted for so long around learning more about business and marketing and selling, all of those skills that I, as many creatives do, avoided and refused to invest with people that I was like, oh, they're marketers. So, so embarrassing to say that. They're amazing and they're brilliant. And I'm so grateful I invested in them. Thank you, Periscope, because I never would have found them in my world. No artists were talking about it in my world. I had to step outside of my world and begin learning from people who that's their specialty. If I hadn't done that, I would still just be at a certain level of, of competence around this. And I now have the ability to see how far I've come. And that's pretty great, pretty satisfying, pretty fulfilling. And, you know, my conscious competence is starting to come. But in the beginning, I was like, what? What are you talking about? What do you, what do you mean? Now I'm like re- way overthinking things that came intuitively to me. And that's frustrating me. There is that, right? You might have good intuition. You might have an ability that you are already leaning towards. You have an innate ability, but we all can get better at what we do. And when you listen to musicians again, as I told you, I love Howard Stern interviews. There are a lot of musicians on there. And I wish he would interview painters. I really do. That'd be so great. I hope to be the first. I hope to be one of the first because he paints, you know, he paints. And I would love for him to interview like an artist, uh, an artist who, a visual artist, meaning all of us are artists. But I listen to the musicians and they practice to this day, hours upon hours upon hours upon hours. They don't stop just because they became a quote unquote overnight success, which if you circle back to the imagery, it's really, it's really quite entertaining where it's, um, one is a quote from Steve Jobs. If you really look closely, most overnight success took a long time. Uh, another one, all overnight success takes about 10 years. There's another one that says it takes 20 years to make an overnight success. Someone named Eddie Cantor. I mean, I guess it's subjective as well, how long it takes to become an overnight success. I would just say that I've often shared this, you know, living in Hollywood 
and knowing like you may be a fan of Melissa McCarthy, right? Isn't she in the Little Mermaid right now? She's hilarious. Well, I saw her perform live at the Groundlings Theater with her husband, Ben Falcone, and they were already really good. <laughs> to become a Groundling, which Sean is Groundling, you got to be good. Like that takes a lot of practice just to get into that theater. And you may or may not, 20 out of, I don't know how many hundreds of thousands of students go through their program. I watched them and I was captivated and I was like, they're good. They're good. <laughs> so that's 20 years ago, 20 years ago when I was taking class at the Groundlings. And I have seen that multiple times because I used to also watch stand-up. used to go every week and watch stand-up comedians. I was obsessed with comedy and I took a year and a half straight just of improv. I took acting class. You know, I'm able to record a podcast in this way with limited notes, confidently, easily, because I did all of that. Countless Periscope lives, hundreds of episodes. I've done all that for years. This, this, I had a natural ability for it, I would say, when I started, but I used to write them all out. I'm able to just do this. It just comes to me. I'm able to have a conversation with a guest on the podcast, which I think are pretty good. I don't think they're boring. I don't think they're boring. I think I have a lot of intuition around this, this process that has been developed over time with skill. I felt a calling towards sharing in this way. And it's been countless hours of doing it. And so coming back to practice, I was going to share with you, you know, I have built a new business and learned and practice launching and marketing education. I have practiced as an artist officially my whole life. Well, since from the time I was four or five, right? Whenever we start picking up pens and, and pencils and have had Creative Thursdays since 2004. That's 19 years of a vision around this business. I noticed the same experience uh, simultaneously to what I've learned since I started the education business. I have noticed that my dance is the same. Now I have taught off and on throughout my life. I have taken dance also as a, as a little girl off and on throughout my life. I definitely got shut down in dance a number of times. And so I just thought I wasn't good at it. And then when I was 39, I was like, I'm coming back to this. I'm not, I'm not letting this keep me from something I enjoy. And then I've just been in again, consistently about four years. And I practice every week and ballet in particular God, it takes hours, hours of practice, especially if you're stiffer like me. But it's hours and hours and hours. Even if you have natural abilities, start when you're young, it's hours and hours and hours and hours and hours. Like you have no idea what goes into the dancers you see, or maybe you do. And all of a sudden, the choreography is just there for me. I got it. I get it. Even I'm doing it mostly virtually, even through like backwards, mirrored through the computer. 
I, they do left. I do right. I mirror them. I'm, I'm a visual learner for sure. And I got it. And all of a sudden it just starts to flow and things start to feel easier. And, and you're like, oh my gosh, I'm getting it. Do you ever have those moments? Those are satisfying moments and they only happen if you are willing to start at a not so good or just okay, right? Let's not add judgment. Like you were willing to be a beginner. In fact, that's one of my very early, early podcasts is the willingness to be a rookie. I was watching basketball even then. We've been watching the playoffs and you've got to be willing to be a rookie. You've got to. And a rookie, typically not overnight success. I don't know that overnight success really exists in the sense that it's overnight. Quickly, yes. Can that be possible for you? 100%. I'm not here to discourage that or say it's not possible. But I will say that let's, uh, let's agree to give it some time. You are not going to build an art business overnight. And nor are you to take all elements of the art business. So let's just look at that for a second. All right. Off the top of my head. So what I do some, I dabble in this every week in all areas. Uh, there's the art creation process. Always wanting to get better at that. There's the art documenting process. There's the art sharing process on social media. Each platform is slightly different. Uh, strategies for each of them. There is email marketing and there are different strategies around that. That's a different approach. You might also be doing only video on TikTok. That's different. You might also be doing Pinterest. That's also different strategy, different platform. Then I am in my bookkeeping. I am now uh, leading a team and have well, I have been for several years, but I've had my first full-time person for an entire year. Then in my case, um, there are different platforms I'm in, like Airtable and ClickUp that I've been learning over the years. I'm finally getting good enough to start making the expansive artists some templates and things, which is really fun because they're amazing tools. I'm, I'm actually just looking at the windows that are open on my browser, uh, make a podcast pretty much every week. And in the beginning, I've now handed that off. I, I would edit that podcast. And I am, I don't know how skilled it is to manage my calendar, but I have become better at planning. I would say, let's put it under that category. Way better planner than four or five years ago. There's so many areas that I have been working on in this five-year span of time. There was a big breakdown slash breakthrough that happened. Large part due to all of this has gone faster, I would say, than the first 10 years that I did everything by myself mostly. So when you do invest in getting help, it does go faster. That I can assure you. You can really take your time. Go a lot slower by yourself, but get help. Everything, everything goes faster. And a lot is coming together around the same time. So it tells me there's a way that I've absorbed what I'm learning. There is probably, it probably slowed down a little because I decided to learn and improve on so many things all at once. 
but I'm starting to feel the benefits of that. And that is five years, five years. So let's not put boundaries on it, timetables. Time is, is sort of um, an illusion anyway, really. What is time? I know we, we, we need it to feel structured and function. I'm not suggesting we don't have time, but I'm saying it is what it is. And so let's not put limits on it, but you're going to get what you need to get when you need to get it. And what slows it down, actually, it takes a lot of energy is when we're busy comparing ourselves to others and their journey and their timetable. And also when we are hard on ourselves, we're feeling like we're not there yet. It's a little like the the story of the kids in the back. Are we there yet? Are we there yet? It's the same like when you go on a trip, right? I love this metaphor. I've heard it many times. So let's say you're going to France, perhaps. <laughs> I've been dreaming of France and Italy. I always feel when it's time for me to go to Europe. We're hoping for that this year, towards the end of this year. And let's say I'm imagining it. Now, don't I want to experience the trip? I mean, if I'm home and I'm going there and then I'm going to come back home, why go at all, right? If you are going on a trip, you want to experience that trip. You want to experience all that's in it. And it's interesting that we don't see our art journey or our art business growing journey the same way. We're just like, I want to get there. I don't want the trip. I don't want the flight. I don't want the drive. I don't want, I just want to get there. And you know, when you get there, there's still more to experience and there's more challenges. All travel comes with challenges too. Because as I was saying that, I was like, oh, some people are probably saying, I don't want the flight. I don't want the drive. Uh, Maybe a road trip is better because a road trip, you're stopping along the way, right? (laughs) Maybe. And so you want those experiences. I'm going to make this metaphor work. I'm going to make it work for you. So you want those experiences. I want these experiences. And I think it's time for me to have an overnight success. Don't you? I think I'm ready. I think 19, 20 years. I don't think I'm good. I'm ready. I'm ready for my next breakthrough. So I wish for you the success that you want. And I remind you, my last, my last uh, example is surfing. Also, same thing. Takes a while to get yourself up and ready with surfing. And it takes a lot of practice to get particularly good at it. Not to mention anything that you are doing within nature. And nature has its way of doing things like waves, perhaps, that are not predictable, not consistent. There is also a level of surrender. There is a level of acceptance. There is, you know, a willingness to fall off your board and 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 pearl, as they say, which is when you go forward on your board and the board crashes over the top of you. And there's a lot with surfing in Southern California, Hawaii, totally different experience. Amazing. And not everything is going to be a success. We should mention that all also as I think about the amount of, I was listening to one of those Howard Stern interviews with Ed Sheeran and he said, it seems like I've succeeded. Yes, I have. Yes. After hundreds of failures. 
And he did play a video of himself at 14. And I can't say listening to that, that I would think this is going to be a huge star. Can't say that. So he really put the time in. He really put the work in. And he's a beautiful example of someone that stuck with it, that doesn't fit the mold of what everyone thought a pop star would be or a rock star or or your next successful musician. So I love when people are open and share those stories and we do get to see them reaching a certain level of success, right? There's more to learn and grow. And when you dive into those stories, there's usually a good one there and it usually took a minute. So let's let that be okay and let's enjoy being okay at something and getting better. Yeah, sound good? All right, thank you so much for listening and until next time, happy creating. Creative Thursday is recorded by me, Marisa. You can find all things Creative Thursday at creativethursday.com and learn about how I can support you in building and growing your thriving artist business at creativethursdaycourses.com. Be sure to hit subscribe to get the next episode as soon as it drops. And if this episode has inspired you, share it with a friend and fellow creative and leave a positive review so that more listeners can be introduced to the Creative Thursday message and mission to empower artists to know their worth, value their work, and consistently artfully sell to their ideal collectors online so that they can make more beautiful art all in support of living a life they love. Coming together as a creative community, we uplift and support one another while encouraging and being an example for more people all over the world to dream big and believe in what is possible for them.